0: Take a card, any card. You'll probably wish you hadn't. Terry Drinkwater explains that American children these days are obsessed with the whole disgusting deck. The wonderful folks who brought us baseball cards, tributes to the excellence of genuine heroes, the idols of generations of young Americans, now bring us Acne Amy, Tommy Gunn, Bad Breath Seth, Slain Wayne, and the rest of what are called the Garbage pale Kids. Among the pre set, they are really hot. I like two garbage who's kids. The manufacturer won't release sales figures, but so many youngsters have become so obsessed that the cards have been banned by some school principals from the West Coast to the East. Simply said, if you have them, fine. Keep them home. Monday morning, I don't want to see them in school. You can't even play with them at recess time. What are you supposed to do? Just sit there? I mean, really? I'll trade just wait away for Bad Brad. Or a rare clogged Dwayne for a hard-to-find furry friend. I think they're icky and gross. Some of the things on them are a little bit disgusting. It looks sort of like a swamp monster, but it's from the sewer. And its name is Sewer Sue. I think it's disgusting dead Fred he's dead and there's blood splattered on the ground that's violent or is it it's violent but it's just like it's like cartoony do you know anybody disgusting like that in real life (laughs) I think they do give kids a chance to let off steam together in a not inappropriate way to be kind of anti-social and anti-conventional in a way that doesn't really hurt too badly I'll trade you sir, Harry Carey for messy tessie. I already have messy tessie, okay? Parents and educators think that this whole garbage pail thing will soon pass. Sorry, what a trade. <laughs> Terry <they think. laughs> Drinkwater, CBS News, Santa Monica. Please don't ask me what it all means. Stan Rather, we'll see you again Monday. Good night. In 1985, Topps Trading Cards released a line of cards known as Garbage Pail Kids. They instantly became a hit with kids around the nation. They were also reviled by adults with no sense of humor. The kids sought to collect them all, adults wanted them gone. Everyone came out of the woodwork to give their two cents. There were interviews with kids who delighted in how gross the cards were. There were interviews with adults who didn't seem to get what the attraction was. And then, the news network started to interview psychologists who confirmed that Garbage pale Kids would warp the psyche of the American child and doom the nation's future. That's a lot of pressure to put on a pack of trading cards that sold for a quarter. By 1987, the debate between Delighted Child and Worried Parent wasn't really in the forefront of the news. But it was the year that a hastily shot movie based on Garbage pale Kids hit theaters and then CBS announced a fall Saturday morning show based on the property. It was the CBS show that got the attention of several groups aimed at protecting families from indecent material. Action for Children's Television, or ACT, started a protest over a proposed Garbage Pail Kids series. At the same time, the American Family Association, or AFA, also started a letter-writing campaign urging a boycott of CBS and their sponsors. The AFA was started in 1977 by Donald Wildman, an ordained United Methodist minister. Born in 1938 in Ripley, Mississippi, to a schoolteacher mother and a civil servant father, Wildman would go on to higher education. He received his master's in divinity in 1965. This would be 4 years after he married Linda Lou Bennett and two years after, he successfully left the army. Wildman would have two boys and two girls. One night in 1976, while watching TV with his young children, he realized there was no decent program to watch as a family. In the 1976 season, the shows that topped the ratings were The Six Million Dollar Man, Happy Days, Beretta, and One Day at a Time. This urged him, in 1977, to start the National Federation for Decency. In no time, the National Federation for Decency grew to a membership of 1,400 people. In 1978, they successfully targeted Sears for their sponsoring of indecent programs such as All in the Family, Charlie's Angels, and Three's Company. By 1980, the NFD had changed their name to the Coalition for Better Television, or CBTV. They lobbied against programs such as Dallas and MASH. Wildman partnered with Jerry Falwell. Two years later, Wildman and Falwell had a falling out, and the two parted ways. The American Family Association was formed. They claimed a membership of $5 In 1986, the AFA promoted a boycott against convenience store chain 7-Eleven for selling Playboy and Penthouse magazines. Two years into the boycott, 7-Eleven must have felt the pinch and stopped selling the magazines. The AFA started campaigns and used their numbers to create a proven track record. They were successful. They were an organization that the people would listen to. To 80s corporate America, they had power to affect where consumers open their wallets. With 1987 came the announcement that CBS was producing a Saturday morning show based on Garbage Pail Kids. It was set to air September 19, 1987 with CBS's Saturday morning fall lineup. While the show was still in production, the American Family Association started the ball rolling on getting the show canceled. They drafted a letter and sent it out to a million of their followers. What follows is the uncensored letter sent out in 1987 to urge the boycott of the Garbage Pail Kids series. Along with that, I'll describe the other materials that came with it. The top of the letter had the headline, Stop CBS's Garbage Pail Kids TV Show in Bright Red ink. The first page had a column of names in red on the left-hand side. These were the names of the advisory board of the American Family Association. On the upper right-hand side was the name Donald E. Wildman with his title of executive director printed underneath. The letter started cordially addressed to the recipient. The letter was as follows. CBS is producing a cartoon show based on the vulgar and violent Garbage Pail Kids cards. This is a direct attack by CBS on our nation's children. I am calling on you and friends of children all across America to protest this cartoon show in the strongest way possible. I ask you to help cancel CBS's Garbage Pail Kids TV show. To help, one. Sign and mail the enclosed postcard to Mr. Lawrence Tisch, chairman of CBS, protesting the show. 2. Sign and return to me your enclosed boycott sponsors of Garbage Pail Kids' TV show pledge. I'll explain how this will help on page 3 of my letter. 3. Support our American Family Association's drive to cancel CBS's Garbage Pail Kids cartoon show. I'll be more specific later. We already forced CBS to postpone airing its Garbage pale Kids cartoon show once. This was the first time in the history of television a program was not shown because of public protest. But our fight is far from over. Variety Magazine has reported that CBS is continuing to produce all 13 episodes of its Garbage pale Kids cartoon show. That means, of course, CBS plans to quietly begin airing the program in the future or to sell the series to another company for syndication. Why else would they invest $3 million to produce the series? This is an outrage. Look at the copies of the Garbage Pail Kids I've enclosed. They are so vile, elementary schools banned them from the schools. Many, many stores have stopped selling the cards. In fact, two liberal television activists, Peggy Charon, President of Action for Children's Television, and Dr. Thomas Radecki, Research Director for the National Coalition on Television Violence, are now on record protesting CBS's Garbage Pail Kids show. Here's what Peggy Charon says, Quote, To have a show based on the cards is a pitch and an endorsement and a validation of the Garbage Pail Kids cards. CBS Vice President of Children's Programming, Judy Price, is promoting a kind of humor that is nasty. These cards are stereotypes that are ghastly. It's like allowing a child to call someone a retard in the house. It promotes that kind of thinking, end quote. Dr. Radecki adds, quote, by using anything that is related to the cards, CBS is saying it's okay to get a laugh out of brutal sadism, end quote. Don't be fooled. CBS knows exactly what it's doing. Here's what Judy Price, CBS's vice president for children's programming, says about herself and her job at CBS. When stating why she got involved in children's programming, Price said it was because she could get more controversial subject matter past the network censors than with adult programming. Quoting Price, quote, I could get away with more. I think I've broken a lot of ground where people would not have dared to go in prime time. End quote. What kind of ground is Judy Price breaking with her Garbage Pail Kids cartoon show? What is she teaching our children? That it's okay to ridicule people that it's okay to be sadistic, that it's okay to mock authority, that it's okay to be crass, that it's okay to poke fun at and mock people. These are the lessons Garbage Pail Kids Cards teach our children, and CBS and Judy Price are spending millions of dollars to promote Garbage Pail Kids Cards with their new cartoon show. Well, Thousands of your fellow Americans join me in saying they don't want CBS teaching our children these kinds of lessons. Today, I'm asking you to join our all-out effort to get CBS to cancel its Garbage pale Kids cartoon show once and for all and agree not to sell the show to another company for syndication. We can get CBS to cancel this show, but only if we act together. Our fight has two parts. First, your postcard, along with a million more like yours. We must flood CBS with postcards protesting its Garbage pale Kids cartoon show. In this way, we intend to get CBS to see how its overall ratings will fall if they keep this show on the air. Second, your signed pledge. I will use your pledge. It's on a following page at the top of your emergency reply memo along with all other pledges I receive to back up my personal letter to advertisers. In those letters, I will state in no uncertain terms, if you sponsor CBS's Garbage Pail Kids show, we will organize Americans all over the country to stop buying your products. This is our fight and it is our duty. CBS is free to air its Garbage Pail Kids show if it chooses. Advertisers are free to sponsor the show if they choose. But we are also free. Free to avoid buying from companies that promote and teach lessons that harm our children. And this strategy can work. As I told you, we already forced CBS to postpone its original air date for showing the Garbage Pail Kids cartoon show. What's more... In the summer of 1987, we spearheaded a boycott against Mazda and Noxel because they were two leading sponsors of sex, violence, and profanity on TV. Both these companies told me they would change the kinds of programs they helped sponsor. This happened because people just like you took the time to sign and mail postcards, make phone calls, and protest. The result was of Noxel and Mazda shows the kind of clout we can have. Sponsors know we mean business. This is why your signed pledge is so critical to our fight. Your pledge forms the backbone of our bargaining power. Without you backing us up, the sponsors will ignore us and CBS will go on using its Garbage Pail Kids cartoon show to teach all our children lessons you don't approve of. Using this 2 pronged strategy, postcards to CBS and pledges to the sponsors, I'm confident we can get CBS to cancel its Garbage pale Kids cartoon show once and for all and agree not to sell it to another company for syndication. But again, you are the key. Without your support, along with the support of more than 130,000 members and supporters, we don't have a chance. And when you join our fight, you join approximately 300 Christian leaders from nearly every denomination in the country who endorse our work. In fact, our American Family Association has brought together the most diverse coalition of Christian leaders to endorse one project in the history of our country. I've enclosed a partial listing of these endorsers for you to read over. I need you to join our work. To get involved in this project. To help get CBS to cancel its Garbage pale Kids TV show. Your signed postcard and pledge are very important to me. I also ask you for your financial help. This campaign to permanently cancel CBS's Garbage pale Kids cartoon show costs thousands of dollars. Postage alone to mail out postcards and pledges to a million Americans costs $85,000 and the envelopes will cost another $12,500. The postcards and pledges will cost $27,500. These are costs I gladly take on, but I would appreciate any financial support you can give to help cover these costs. Our children are currently worth this small amount many times over. Please, whatever you can contribute will help, whether it's $15 or $1,500, no gift is too small or too large and with your gift of $15 or more I will send you a year's subscription to our 24-page journal magazine which will update you on our drive to cancel CBS's Garbage Pail Kids cartoon show and other items of concern to you and your family. Still most important of all is your involvement today. Help cancel CBS's Garbage pale Kids cartoon show. Mail your postcard, sign and return your pledge. Do it for the sake of our families, for the sake of our children. Fighting to protect our children. Signed, Donald E. Wildman, Executive Director, American Family Association. P.S. Don't sit back and do nothing. Help get CBS to cancel its Garbage pale Kids cartoon show. 1. Sign and mail your postcard to CBS. 2. Sign and return to me your pledge to boycott any sponsors of the Garbage Pail Kids show. 3. Help with your tax-deductible contribution. As my way of saying thank you, if you send us $15 or more, I will send you our 24-page journal magazine. And that was where the letter ended. The postcard that concerned citizens were to send to Lawrence Tisch chairman of CBS, read as follows. Dear Mr. Tish, I understand from Donald Wildman that CBS is producing 13 episodes of a cartoon show entitled Garbage Pail Kids. I know you had planned to premiere this show Saturday morning, September 19th. I protest this outrage. Garbage Pail Kids cards are offensive and teach children improper lessons your show will promote the sale of these vulgar cards. I want you to make a public announcement that you are permanently canceling CBS's Garbage pale Kids cartoon show and that you will not sell it to any other company for syndication. I will keep CBS out of my television viewing habits until you cancel this show. Our children have had enough bad example thrown at them as it is without CBS adding to it. Sincerely, and then a place for the concerned citizen to sign their name. The last item in this packet from the American Family Association was a photocopied page of Garbage Pail Kid cards. At the top, again in bright red ink, was the headline, quote, Here are some Garbage Pail Kid's cards. I've enclosed them to show you how horrible these cards are. End quote. Seven of the GPK cards fit on the sheet. I don't know if the cards were specifically chosen for their content or if one of Wildman's assistants went to a store and plopped down a quarter for a pack. Regardless, here are the ones that appeared in black and white in the letter. Leaky Lindsay, the little girl covered in snot. Dribbling Derek, a basketball player using his own decapitated head as a ball. Brenda Blender, a kid being chopped up in a blender. The artist of the card even went to the extent of showing that the blender was plugged into a wall. Nailed Neil, a kid on a bed of nails, but he's fallen through the sharp spikes. Cliff Hanger, who is hanging in a noose from the top GPK logo. Delicate Tess, who hangs upside down next to slabs of meat in a deli fridge. And finally, still Jill, a shrunken head nailed to a wall. What did I- So let's take a look at the letter starting with the photocopied cards that the AFA enclosed. The letter claimed that the Garbage Pail Kids ridiculed people, were sadistic, mocked authority, were crass, poked fun at people, and mocked people. Of the five accusations, their own examples proved two of these. There was definitely a streak of sadism and crassness in the examples and that cannot be denied. Yes, the Garbage Pail Kids were gross. That was the point. Did they go too far? With cards like Split Kit, possibly. Kit is the card that is half clean-cut kid, half punk. He's the kid with a gun in his hand. When it was published in the mid-80s, a kid with a gun was not pondered for too long. Kids played with toy guns and had, since toy companies marketed toy guns in the 50s, They capitalized on the popularity of Westerns on TV. And then there was a story that a kid waved a toy gun at a police officer and was shot and killed for it. So toy companies had to reform and produce a product with obvious indications these were toys. Kids with toy guns and cops that mistook what they were popped up from time to time in the news. At the end of the 1990s, the shooting at Columbine High School shocked a nation. Looking back to things like a gun in a kid's hand on a sticker card became something else. It became more than it was at the time the cards were produced. Looking back, it is now shocking to see the sight in relation to the Columbine tragedy and shooting at schools that have occurred since. In the context of the time, Garbage Pail Kids were fun for kids because they were gross. Adults saw them as a threat to their authority. I don't recall what cards this could be referring to. Were there cards where kids were talking back to their parents? Were they stepped on authority? I don't know. I would believe that adults saw Garbage Pail Kids as a threat the same way their parents saw Mad Magazine as a threat. After all, in the 1980s, the President of the United States, Ronald Reagan, appeared as a Garbage Pail Kid. Were these cards mocking authority? The cards and Ron and Ray Gunn showed a Reagan-esque Garbage Pail Kid at a presidential podium his arms wide. Other than making fun of the president by turning him into a Garbage Pail Kid, there's no other mocking of authority. In places like Mad Magazine, or on shows like Saturday Night Live, there's more mocking going on. It's not a parody image in print and TV, there are words that let us know our authorities are buffoons. Certainly, parents at the time realized that mocking the president was nothing new. Garbage Pail Kids didn't invent it and, through a still image, didn't really add much to the rich pastime of making fun of our leaders. What I find fascinating about the letter is that it's three and a half pages of redundant pleas and process about CBS, the boycott, and the pledge. And then, on the last half of the last page and in the postscript, money comes up. Wildman makes a case for what his letter campaign is costing the AFA. And when you add it all up, the total is $125,000. Yes, he says he's willing to take on these costs to save America's children. But there is verbiage like no gift is too small or too large. There is the suggestion that a $15 gift should be the smallest one to offer, and even gives an incentive to give at this level. Who wouldn't want a one-year subscription to the 24-page journal magazine? Sign me up. Wildman goes on to say that this mailing is going out to one million Americans. Of the 242 million people in America in 1987, the statement of one million letters was pretty impressive. This is a long shot, but what if all 1 million people responded with a $15 donation to support the cause? Where was all the extra money going? In order for the AFA to recoup their $125,000 for postage and supplies, of the 1 million people mailed the letter, they needed 8,333 people to send in a $15 gift. That breaks down to 8 tenths of 1% of the people mailed responding with money. That seems like a very low expectation. At the time of the proposed CBS boycott, the AFA was working on other campaigns and other boycotts for other products. I'm sure they had a similar approach with their other campaigns. Don't get me wrong, I'm not condemning the AFA, an organization that is still around. I am merely pointing out, that while their aim was protecting children, their letter campaign might have been more profitable than the American public realized at the time. What was the motive of the AFA? What drove Donald Wildman to protest the Garbage Pail Kids TV show? It can be argued that it was the proposed content of the show, but what an opportunity for a cash grab. What do you think about all this? Was it a ploy to make money for the AFA? Was it a righteous battle? You be the judge, but please let me know either way. Please send your opinions to satmornpod at hotmail.com. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us at the Saturday Morning Podcast 10 Things Series. If you'd like to drop us a line, please write to SatmornPod at hotmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SatmornPod. Do you have any vintage Saturday morning memories? Email us your story and we could read it on the next episode.